0: everybody, welcome back to the Bayton Athletics Podcast. This is Nick Browning, Assistant Athletic Director at Bayton High School. Um, We are on our 10th episode, so thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, supporting us through these 10 episodes. Um, We are going to try to get back on track and get some of these winter sport athletes in here. Uh, This episode today, we have our boys basketball seniors, at least three of the seven of them. Um, And then we have some information regarding the, uh, the Ram Pride raffle that kicked off on Tuesday Uh, That would be January 10th, or January, yes, January 10th. Um, So stay tuned for that information, that interview coming here just in a second. All right, good morning, everybody. We have uh, Drew Eninger, Spencer Fear, and Grant Wissman, our boys' basketball seniors, three of the, how many? Six, seven, eight? S- I think seven. seven. Seven? Okay. Three of our seven uh, basketball men's basketball seniors here. Um, coming off a big win last night, 62-50 uh, to 50 versus Bellbrook at Bellbrook. Uh, first off, how was the bus ride? Um,
1: it was really long. Really it long. felt like I was never gonna get off there. We <laughs> we were on there for a really long time. It's <laughs> rainy, and once we got there, we you know we just got our minds right. Watched JV. They usually their teams do similar stuff like their JV and varsity. Mm-hmm. So once we saw that, we had a good idea of what we wanted it to do. But it was a
0: pretty long bus ride. Yeah. So what is that about forty five to an hour? It, it took about, like an hour ten. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Hour ten yesterday with the rain. Um. So what do you do? Do you have an hour and ten long playlist? You have enough songs on the phone to go through.
2: I just sit there. I don't even listen to music or anything. I try to sleep. You're just
0: a barbarian.
2: Most people do sleep, or like
1: they have headphones in. The bus driver she usually doesn't let us listen to music through a speaker.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. I usually just sleep on the, all the way <laughs> Sleep the, way. the whole way. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right, guys. Yeah. So 6250 win uh, brings us to a three and six overall record right now. Um, so what worked last night? What was what was working well? um we shot the ball really well last night we had
3: guys step up that needed to step up and got the job done
1: yeah we really had different people step up last night Coop had a big game Connor and CeeLo and ball fakes and they played a zone so ball fakes and passing really uh tore them apart and we were able to get easy looks and also shoot the three
2: yeah we just moved the ball really well last night
0: good love it um yeah, so uh, you guys are, are in an interesting spot where uh, obviously you have a first-year head coach, um, you know, first year uh, for him, and your experience with him for the first time. So, Coach Fleming, what, what, what's your thoughts on him?
1: Uh, great coach. I think he's doing a good job turning it around. He's doing a good job rotating the younger guys, getting them experience for uh, the coming years. He's just doing a really good job. The, pr- the practices have been really energetic, really up-tempo. And the games have also, like, we're always in the game. Like, it doesn't matter what the score is. We'll keep fighting. So, he's doing a good job um, preaching to us effort and toughness.
2: Yeah, he's just really energetic, and he's fun to be around, and he's a fun person to play for. I
3: totally agree with what Spencer said. He's very fun to play for, and he's a player's coach, and everyone gets along with him really well, and he's great for Bayton High School.
0: So, effort and toughness, is that like two of your pillars? Or, were, you know, what do you guys preach? Um, what does he preach as a team, as a program? Mainly what is boys basketball t- about? Mainly just toughness. Toughness? That's what he talks about the most.
3: I think toughness and energy for sure. Um, you always got to be talking. you're not just standing there. And then the toughest guys always win. So, if you're not going to be tough, you're not going to win.
1: Definitely toughness a lot. But I also think he preaches um, that it's all about us a lot. It's always on the board before a game. It's always written in all caps, exclamation points. It's all about us. So what does that mean?
0: What's all about us?
1: Like, we can focus on the other team as much as we want, but it comes down to how we perform, what we do, how we play as a team.
3: When we lose, it's from us beating ourselves usually Mm -hmm. instead of the other team beating us. Now, occasionally the other team will just beat us because they have a great night or whatever, but usually we beat ourselves in some of the losses.
0: Yeah. Um, So, you know, looking at that from last year, uh, you know, I just watching it, you know, it's it's different, obviously, for people in the stands and uh, obviously for you guys. Um, But what are so are are those the main expectations that are communicated or is there other things that are communicated during practice? Um, You know, you say toughness, effort, energy. Uh, Are there any other things? uh, Are there any goals that you guys have discussed uh, as a team or individually that you guys have for this season? Um, as a team, he
1: always our goal before every game is always make the other team call the first time out. And then another goal is um, everything starts in practice. So if you want to play in the game, you got to practice like you want to be there.
3: He's a big believer in practice how you play. So if you don't have a good week of practice, then you're not going to play as good as you want to. I
0: think that's a great uh, – I mean, that, that really translates across all sports, I feel like. Um, and it's definitely good to see that, that – you know, I, I I see that from the one one or two practices I've gone and watched you guys into the game. I definitely see that translation. So uh, that's great to hear. Um, so you guys are all uh, dual sport athletes. Um, you know, is, is what talk about the challenges of that. So really having almost no off time because you're working on something even when it's the off season. You're gonna be working on one of the two or one of the three sports, right? So. What are the challenges that come with that of always having something to do, and then you have schoolwork and uh, the real world on top of that?
1: Uh, pretty much what you said. No off days. There's a lot of being on your feet, not a lot of downtime, and also um, taking care of your body is a big thing. You like if you're playing two, three sports, that's a big thing. You got to make sure your body's right and you're ready for day after day. Like the challenges that come with being a two sport.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, being a two sport athlete. The rest is very important. You have to have your time for rest and then get back healthy. And then when you're ready to jump from the other sport, you gotta you got a full go.
0: That's why we're sleeping on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> you get that rest. Yeah. How about you? Oh, uh, I like
2: it. I mean, I don't know what else I'd do with my time, so <laughs> I would probably just
0: sit at home. So, I'd like having a busy schedule. So, it's, yeah, just good to keep you busy. You know, so I don't know how much you guys know, but Bain's a unique – environment to where kids play multiple sports you guys are a prime example of it there's a lot of schools that will stress you know one sport and one sport only so that's a pro for us right that's a good thing that that hopefully you guys see that our coaches you know kind of support you playing multiple multiple sports um what is i would say what's the number one challenge and what's the number one pro what's the number one benefit of you guys playing either two or three sports in one school year um you
1: get to experience a lot of tournament runs, so I, and Baden's good at sports here, so I think that's always something fun to be a part of, so I say that's a pro. And a con is just probably, uh, you know, not getting in a lot of downtime. You're always on your feet.
2: I agree with Drew. I mean, the pros is that Baden's usually decent about every sport and just the experience of playing all three, and then the con is exactly what he said, it's just the time.
0: All right, so going going off script to you guys a little bit, you guys specifically, um, what when did you start playing basketball? Like did someone influence you? Did you just pick up a ball and go? Uh does this go all the way back to YMCA days? When did you start playing basketball and why are you still playing basketball? Um,
1: I started playing in second grade at Queen of Peace and um, you know, there's a mini hoop in my house. My brother would always play it. And he he was in uh, fifth grade at the time, so he was already playing basketball, so I kind of knew even before second grade that I was going
3: to start playing. I've played basketball since I was four years old Mm -hmm. in the house with my dad, so he was a head coach at Fairfield, so I always knew I was going to be playing basketball my whole life.
2: Yeah, I've always played basketball, like, since YMCA days, and I played all the way up till freshman year, and then I ended up. Stopped playing because I got hurt, and then I just came back for my senior year just because.
0: Just because? Yeah. Okay. You like it so far? Yeah, I enjoy it. Good. Um, I got to go back and revisit this. You and AJ. Mm-hmm. That's right. You are, you are double the person he is in terms of size. Yes. How do those battles go? Um, Who wins that? They haven't happened in a while, but
1: <laughs> it, it, was, it was really even. It, it could have been a split decision, honestly. He was, he was, he's strong for what his height shows. You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so what, how much older is he than you? Four? Three? He's three years older, yeah. Three? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd pay money to see that, just to see that battle down low. Um, all right, so back on track here. Uh, all right, so yeah, you guys talk about not having a lot of downtime. So, you know, when you have that little bit of downtime, other than sleep, other than rest, what are you doing? What, what are your hobbies outside of? sports outside of school
1: so for me I like I eat a lot <laughs> I uh I take ice baths every now and then and um Steelers football's still going on so I'll be watching that game Sunday uh, hoping for a win
0: about only another week
1: well, hey, or, or we're going for another four weeks
0: <laughs> I mean
2: I eat a lot too I hang out with Drew a little bit I root against the Ravens and the Steelers <laughs> and uh, that's about it who do you like I'm a Bengals fan
0: who do they play this week? <laughs> in, in my free time, I love to golf. Golf, okay. Yeah. What's uh over here at Potters? Uh usually or Walden Ponds. Okay. What's uh what's the best club you have in the bag? What can you consistently hit? The eight iron. The eight iron, okay. Yeah. What about you guys? You guys golf? I don't even know what an eight iron is. <laughs> nope. Okay. Um you talk about eating, where's the go to? Uh Out to eat place, either as a team or as a group or what. I already know what Drew's going to say. He's going to say Canes.
1: Actually, I was going to say B-dubs. Thursday. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. If it's Thursday,
3: for sure.
2: I would go Chipotle, probably. Our team is
3: definitely Subway. but Subway.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um, So, that will transition us into a game day routine. So, you guys eat as a team the day before, Right. Two days before. Two days before a game? Yeah. Okay, so are, is that at a house, or do you go out to eat
2: together, or what? It's usually just mixed up. Like, some t- It depends on whoever's doing it. We'll go to a house, or we'll go out to eat for team meal. Tonight, we're going to Drew's house. Okay. Right.
0: So, what, you just cycled through teammates? Yep. And yep. everyone's just responsible of what? Either buying it or hosting it? One yeah. of the two? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, what's been the best pregame meal you've had this year so far? Probably I know James. we're only, what, eight games in. Or nine games in. I would say Gina's. Gina's? Yeah. Yeah, Gina's looks pretty good. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, then let's, uh, let's transition it to game day. So yesterday you guys, you know, it's a little different because you're getting on a bus at 315 or whatever and you're hightailing it there. But let's talk about a home game, a home game. So what's a home game day routine look like? Uh, and, and do you have any um, superstitions that go along with that?
1: So for a home, home game game day routine, and we'll uh, have a walk right after school. That'll be like 30, 45 minutes. And then we'll go home. That's when we do have some downtime. We can get something to eat and get off our feet. Then we'll be back for the end of the freshman start of the JV game. And I don't have any superstition. I just I just show up and you know, hope, for, hope for a win.
0: So you don't do anything?
1: Uh, there's nothing specific I do before any game.
0: Okay.
1: I go to Subway before every
0: game. What's the go-to sandwich then? Chicken bacon ranch. Okay. With lettuce. I can respect that. I can respect that. How about you? I mean, I'm
2: with Drew. I don't, I don't really do anything specific. i just, I'm just kind of there. You guys
0: don't listen to the same playlist, nothing like that? No, I'm just there. I don't know. Man. So, if you guys, uh, you know, go into your – off your game day routine, uh, maybe you have a second, like he's talking about during that freshman JV game, Uh, Maybe you have some time to to just sit and think or sit and relax. Um, But thinking back to either what made you guys start playing this game or continue playing this game or maybe even for the future, uh, what motivates you guys? So is it uh, internally something that motivates you? Is it your family? Is it uh, pride to represent your school? Is it that you want to get to the next level? Um, What is it that motivates you guys every day to, you know, let's say we're halfway through the season, you have these high-intensity practices Um, that I'm sure aren't always enjoyable um, by any means, especially if you're moving around a whole lot, but they're necessary, right? So what makes you, you know, what motivates you to get to those practices, give all you have, and then turn it into a game day uh, effort as well? Probably just my teammates, just to keep pushing them. Our goal as
3: a team is to win, and you can't win without practicing hard. So Mm -hmm. we do it for each other, and be the best version of ourselves to make this team win.
1: Yeah, I'd say representing the school, um, doing it for your teammates and coaches and your fans that are all supporting you throughout the year.
0: Uh, Just some rapid-fire questions. Who is your favorite athlete or team to watch on TV or in person? I would go with Notre Dame football.
2: I've just grown up always rooting for them, and I always watch all their games. They're just exciting to watch, especially with the 12-team
0: playoff coming in next year. Yeah, we might actually make it again. I know. (laughs) Go Irish. I'll
3: say North Carolina basketball.
0: Go heels I've been a fan my whole life. They've been having a good year. Yeah, they are. Uh, what are they seventh right now or yeah. eighth? Something I think like that. Eighth. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. That uh, Baycott, he's fun to watch, and uh, R.J. Davis like, yeah, doesn't miss. Seems like. How about you, Steelers? Since Steelers football.
1: Yep, yeah, and my favorite athletes are George Pickens and Najee Harris. So where's where's the Steelers love come from? Um, that wild card game in twenty fifteen against the Bengals. As bandwagon. I, I made, so were a, bet. You, I made uh, a bet with a friend, so that's I was cheering for Steelers to make some money, and I was like, hey, maybe <laughs> I'll, st-
0: I'll stick with this team. So you, were you Bengals beforehand, or are you just not really? I, I wasn't
1: really into football. I was more of an MLB person. Okay. But since they were finally good that year, my family got back into the NFL, so the game was on, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to make a bet.
0: Who won that 2015 game? Steelers, Steelers did.
3: Was that Vontez Burford's game. That was the Vontez game. That was. The game. Hill that was.
0: You know, uh, uh, Bengals should
3: have won that game.
0: All right, so uh, another question uh, I asked the girls this last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, and they really didn't have an answer. So I don't know if I hope you guys have an answer. But what is your favorite basketball movie of all time? Favorite basketball movie?
1: Um, there's this movie that I have on disc. It's called Thunderstruck. It's with Kevin Durant, and uh, it's about some kid. He wants to play high school basketball, but he's terrible. He ends up stealing Kevin Durant's talent, and he uses it to
2: take his team to a state playoff. Kind of like some Space Jam stuff. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> um,
3: Hoosiers for sure.
0: Hoosiers, easy one. Yeah, mine's Hoosiers too. Hoosiers. Um, I, re- I guess there really aren't a ton of basketball movies. Yeah, there's not a lot. Like, like Mike. Have you guys ever seen Like yeah. Mike? That's a classic. Uh, yeah, so what is one thing you guys have learned uh, in your time playing sports? So you guys have been here four years now. Um, let's see, you, freshman year, you guys had a real freshman year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what, what is the one thing you have learned uh, in your four years playing here, whether it's another sport or basketball, something that you will take with you either for the rest of your life or something that sticks out more so uh, than the rest? I would say just that, like, any
2: any games, just never over. Especially with football. Like I've experienced two games in my high school career, like the Bellbrook game, my sophomore year and the uh Wapak. Yeah, Wapakanetta game and just that, you know, you never count anyone out. Um,
1: for me, I'd say you get out of something what you put into it and I'm gonna take that with me the rest of my
3: life. Um, get one percent better every day. I think I can take that everything in life.
0: Yeah, get one percent better every day, three hundred and sixty five days. It's so a hall of progress. Yep. Um, that reminds me, have you guys read the Atomic Habits book? I have. No. So, I have so he talks about that in that book, and the guy who wrote it went here. Uh, New York Times bestseller, James Clear, played baseball here. You should read it. It's a good book. Um, okay, uh, so taking that, spinning it off a little bit, what advice would you guys give a younger kid who's either contemplating quitting a sport uh, or contemplating trying out for a sport when they come here? Um, so, you know, maybe you've been in this position, maybe you haven't, whether it's due to injury, whether it's due to a lack of confidence, whether it's, um, you know, you don't, you don't feel like your skill level is, is up to par where it needs to be a kid who is either on the fence of quitting or not trying out for a team. What advice would you give to that individual? We're talking six, seven, eighth grade kid. Um, I'd say just, uh, don't only think once about it,
1: give it a lot of thought and, um, just do it, follow
2: your heart and do what you want to do. I would say just definitely play as much as you can your freshman year. See what you like and go on from there.
3: I'd say play freshman year. Also, you never want to regret not playing a sport looking back on your high school career.
0: Yeah, and you, you might have a great freshman baseball coach. Yeah, I had a just, great one. Just maybe. <laughs> I got unlucky
2: my freshman year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, where did we go that year? We had lost, a good year. Lost six. 20 and 6. 21 and, 21 six. and 6. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, what what uh, what are you guys' future plans? So you guys only have uh, less than a semester left here now, right? So uh, moving on, um, you know, May, we graduate. What's next?
3: I have it down between two schools. You go to college, um, IU and Miami to be in there finance business.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to – Probably I'll end up going to Miami or OU for college and I'm undecided on what I'm going to major in or anything. I'll either go to OU or Thomas more for
1: college for Thomas more. I play football. OU, I wouldn't play football. I'm not sure
0: on a major yet. You try to walk on at OU. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I think you should. So the last question I have for you guys here, uh, what, what type of words to the Bain community would you give in terms of, um, you know, Bain basketball? Why is it a good time to come out for a game? I know we have, uh, I think you guys have two green and white nights. Um, one of them's coming up. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but, you know, little guys get in free. They're going to come watch a product of, of basketball that's new in terms of the past four years or so. Um, why is it a good time to come watch you guys, or what message would you give to the Baden community right now of, of why they should come support you guys?
1: Um, I'd say come out and support because first-year head coach, there, there's a new style with Baden basketball. There's a new pace. And uh, we've been really fun to watch. We've been in a lot of close games.
3: Well, everything's new. It's not like old Bayton basketball. We play much more pace, and it's exciting to watch.
2: Yeah, I would agree with both of them. It's just the new wave of how Bayton basketball is going, and it's, it's going to be exciting in the future.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, so anything else? Any last words to our listeners before, before you guys head off to what? Homeroom. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Nope. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you. Uh, have a good day. Well, we're back in action uh, Friday versus Alter, uh, four thirty-six and seven thirty. Uh, GCL play. Going to get that fourth win. Um, I guess we'll see y'all then. Yep. yep. All, right. yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank
3: The difference is it's just two guys playing that they did in the studio. Usually send a verses back to me and they be terrible just like a two-year-old. I love a dinner with some fine women when they start debating about who the gold. I'm like, go ahead, say it then, who the goat who the gold.
0: All right, lastly here, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, uh, Ram Pride Raffle started on January 10th. Uh, that is going to go until February 13th. And the drawing is going to be February 17th at the halftime of the Boys of RSU basketball game versus Mountain Healthy. So what is the Ram Pride Raffle? Uh, we are asking every student to sell uh, 20 tickets. That's the goal. Uh, tickets are $5 a pop. And um, it is all going to benefit uh, our student-athletes and our students, and the overall experience. So this is a fundraiser put on by Baden-Kathen. If you don't know anything about the Baden-Kathen Club, uh, they, they provide our student-athletes with uh, equipment, jerseys, uniforms, um, you know, really anything and everything that that our, our student athletes need. Uh, without them, we we wouldn't look good. We wouldn't be able to perform as well. So um, we definitely need to support Bate and Katham and everything that they do and the the efforts they put on. So, uh, so what's in it for you? So first place uh, reward here is eight thousand dollars. Second place is four thousand. Third is two thousand. Fourth is one thousand, and then fifth through seventh is an athletic pass for next next season. So. Uh, you'll be able to get in free to all events fall through the spring. Um, for students, they can earn off days if they reach the uh, the school incentives. So the first one uh, is the day after Super Roll, uh, which is February 12th. Uh, they can earn that off day if they get to $25,000 worth of tickets sold uh, by January 23rd. Um, the second one is the Friday before prom, which is uh, May 3rd this year. So if the students get to ninety dollars um, averaged per student sold, uh, they can earn that second off day. So the first one, February 12th, the uh, second one is uh, May 3rd. They can also earn out of uniform days, uh, and then money goes to the top t- top ticket seller as well, and then there's some homeroom incentives uh, to go along with that. Um, if you are interested in buying a raffle ticket, uh, but you don't even have a student to potentially um, support, you can just buy one. So if you go to our website, BadenAthletics.com, You'll see on there the Rampred raffle information, as well as all of our, all of our social media. Uh, you can follow the link. That is through FAX, which is what all of our students and our, our faculty and staff use. Um, but you can go through that link. You can uh, purchase one ticket. You can purchase up to uh, five tickets uh, from different sellers as well. So you can purchase as many tickets as you want, but you can purchase them all from, from different individuals if, uh, if you have a lot of people at school that you want to support a lot of students. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a great, um, great raffle. It only gets bigger every year, uh, and, you know, who wouldn't want a chance to win $8,000, obviously. Um, for the kids, uh, Spirit Week points are up for grabs, so Spirit Week is coming up here very soon, in the first week of February, I think it is. Um, so those, those points, uh, fourth place gets one point, third place gets two, you know, so on and so forth, four, three, two, one. And if you have any questions about any of this, you can contact the athletic office. We will be happy to help uh, in any way that we can. Um, That is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you all very shortly. Thank you.